Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, the internet. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you heard the news. That dude came out of the cave yesterday. It was fucking freaked a bunch of people out. Anyway, it is season 283, episode one of the Daily Zeitgeist. This is still a production of iHeartRadio. This is still a production or podcast. I keep back to that fucking 32 episodes in a row now, where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Monday, April 10th. 2023, which is also National Farm Animals Day, National Cinnamon Crescent Day, uh, like Crescent Rolls, Mm. National Siblings Day, wouldn't know nothing about that because I'm an only child, and National Encourage a Young Writer Day. So if you got a young writer in your life, what'd you say? You say fuck Fuck that? that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, just give up, man. They're not, they're not <laughs> developing shit like they used to out here. You know what I mean? Unless you got some IP that's really original. Anyway, enough about the industry and more about us. It's, it is me. It is I, Miles Gray, a.k.a. Andrew T. Can't you synthesize something for me? Spin my blood in that centrifuge for me. Andrew T. Spin my blood, Andrew T. Spin my blood, Andrew T. Okay, shout out to Pato Sand, who, again, I'm still on this wave of trying to get Andrew T. to synthesize people's DNA at his own house because he said it's so easy. I said, well, I I want to challenge you and please synthesize my DNA and tell me what is going on with me and where am I from? But you know what? Enough about me. More about our guest host today. (laughs) He's back. He's back. But you know what? We could not afford the voice today. I'm, I'm just going to warn you. We could not afford the singing voice today. But you know he's going to come in on a 10 like any great improv coach would ask. Please welcome comedian, producer, host, voice, fucking talent of the ages, Mr. Jacques Steele. <coughs> you can't afford me today. <laughs> what up, niggas? <laughs> we are back. 
That's for Tory Glass. That's oh, yeah. You, Tory. I see you. I saw you. I saw you. What up, Miles? We back. What's going we on? We back in here. Yeah. You know, it's been. It's always a joy when I do multiple episodes. And again, look, we love Daddy Jack. Yeah. I hope I'm the only person that ever calls him that. Mm-hmm. But it's just well, a beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I, when I, get I actually to. had to for the first year that I knew him. Those you did? I, that's, yeah. that's where I got it from. I'm like, that's Jack, he's like, from. Daddy Jack to you, son. Daddy Jack, like, please. Oh, Daddy wow. Jack. <laughs> he's been making me call that him, call him that since 2018. So. Oh, wow. Okay. At least you got to stop. Yeah, yeah. It took a while. It took a while. I, I I just said it. I started saying it in creepier and creepier ways that he eventually was like, hey, you know what? You can you can just stop doing that. I was like, Daddy Jack. And he's like, Mm-mm, oh, do shit. I should try that. I say <laughs> yeah, mine respectfully. It. Like, Unnerving. Daddy Jack. Yeah, okay. no, 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 no. Right. Be unnerving. That's how you get out of stuff. Anyway, Good to we got to welcome our <laughs> guest, Jacquees, oh coming gosh. back to the show. It's been a minute, but since Ooh. then, a lot has happened, including they got a new stand up hour. OK, it's called Gen Ooh. Z. And it is going to be released Ooh. as an album this coming 14th of April. That's next or this coming Friday via Blonde Medicine and wherever you get your comedy albums uh, streamed or sold. And more importantly, if you want to see the visuals of it, it is now available Ooh. on the Comedy Central YouTube channel. Please welcome to the microphone the brilliant and talented Jenny Zagrino. Hello. Damn. Jay-Z, Hi. what's going on? I, I feel like earlier I did want to talk about the young writers and I didn't get a chance to. But oh, mostly please. what I just wanted to say was stop, turn back. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't yeah. do this. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do it. It's, it's a hard life. It's a hard life. Don't do it. Don't yeah. Do it. Yeah, it's hard. We it's got not enough. fun. What 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 you're gonna write the great American novel? No one fucking reads. No. Yeah, no one knows right. how to read. No. Yeah. Make the great I've been American trying to read TikTok. one book for the last year. <laughs> Which one? Mm-hmm. Chuck Klosterman's the nineties. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How's I'm that like, been? I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I just reading. You're, there. you're reading, you're like, I just re- oh, I remember that. Yeah, oh, yeah, now yeah. I'm not a child. I understand a little more. Okay. It's a good have, book. Everyone, go read it. Actually, just on that point, like uh, have any of you ever actually gotten good advice about writing? I know all of us have probably dabbled in that. Have you ever gotten um, good advice on writing that wasn't just like the one I got was just honesty? It's like, it's be ready. There was like just be ready. It's it's very difficult. And that was enough to make me be like, you know what? I'll, I'm going to give up. <laughs> I think I think the the best it's kind of about writing, but it's about character in a way. Mm-hmm. And it was from Malcolm Gladwell's um, master class <laughs> during the pandemic. I had to do something. That's and all I you had to do. Some, Improve yourself. I don't know. For whatever reason, I de- developed this weird crush on Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> I'll never understand it. Yeah. I like came out of a fog in 2021. Yeah. I was like, oh God. But um, <laughs> I was in love with a light skinned ghost. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> I was He's in love with a skeleton sometimes. with a tan. <laughs> so I, he, the advice he gave is like, if you really want to get to know someone and know the character, like you will get more from what they have in their apartment than you will by asking them. Mm, interesting. Like I can, I can know more about you by looking at your apartment and going in your room mm. than I'll ever know from asking you. That's true. I mean, if you look in here, you see a Lakers jersey. There's weed. I know you're basic. Yeah, <laughs> you're basic Boy. as hell. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got, I got, fuck, I'm, I'm, a, I'm into weed. <laughs> you're into weed. <laughs> yeah, and I have a, right? and I have a you. bass guitar. It basically looks like somebody's dorm room that you would want to U-turn right out of. Ex- so exactly, he's yeah. basic. He's immature. Mm-hmm. He smokes more <laughs> weed than he's going to tell me. 
Oh, so no, I already no. know I'll, your character I, right pretty off the accurate. bat. I would very, very accurately tell you how much <laughs> weed I smoked, but yeah, for sure. That is true. Like, I mean, of course, there's so much more to glean from than if I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of a cerebral guy um, who's just like really into like art and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> as I look at like my weird Star what Wars you, poster. What can you tell like, from oh, my yeah. little box? Yeah, what can you tell from Jacquees's, uh mini Zoom screen? From, my, from my his box? box right um, yeah. Well, I can tell already you have a makeshift sound booth, so uh, mm-hmm, <laughs> you're poor, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's makeshift. Sure. Get out of here. I'm balling. What is out that? Of a control. furniture blanket? It's a Fernie pad. It yes, is. Fernie pad. Yeah, it they're great. Created sound control. It is. And yeah, you see? like right. you like thrifted <laughs> art based on what I can tell from your Zoom screen. Oh, and my oh, yeah, my yeah, naked yeah. lady, my naked 1970s lady. Ooh, mm-hmm. where's Come that? Where'd you fit? Did you thrift? Now that, you'd or? be like, she's a lesbian. Here's the thing. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Hate other women's <laughs> vaginas so much. Just like boobies on. So painting. what you're telling us is your assessment, like that you can tell people from their apartment, is inaccurate. <laughs> well, just for me, because I'm a liar. Just for you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I have yeah, so yeah. many traps in my apartment to make you think one thing. <laughs> to throw you so off. So many traps. Yeah, they're like you have a Gadsden flag of like, don't tread on me. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? You're like, you idiot. It's a trap. Yep. Uh, anyway, Jenny, we're going to get to know you even better than what we can glean from your apartment walls. But first, before we do any of that, we got to tell people what we are going to be talking about today. First up, uh, just we got to catch up with Clarence Thomas. We were just talking about him the last episode when we were talking about Candace Owens and some other really conflicted black people, to put it very charitably. Uh, and the amount of fucking just cool bribes and shit he's been getting from this GOP mega donor that he has not been disclosing. Oh, no. I'm clutching my pearls so tightly because I I can't believe believe it. it. I can somehow. We'll also just talk about just some of the trips this dude has gone on. It's like, oh, it's it's egregious. Then we'll just check in in Tennessee because, yeah, they've gone full fascist over there as they expelled two black Democrats. But the white woman who's a Democrat that was also protesting she got by just by one vote. And as she said, yep. I suspect it has something to do with my skin color. And yep. yeah, that's facts. Uh, I'm just kind of looking at the state of, you know, this new form of governance, a.k.a. silence your critics to the and expel them if you don't like what they're saying. And by that, I mean pointing out that you're doing very little to protect the people you represent. Uh, and then finally, we'll catch up with Russell Crowe uh, briefly because He's got a fucking exorcism movie coming out. And yeah. we just got to talk like exorcisms are we got to stop talk, like normalizing exorcisms because we'll talk about how fucking how much shit <laughs> goes haywire. There's so much like I've exorcism. I've never heard anyone normalize exorcisms. That's you'll, not you'll be what surprised. we're doing in this country. You'll be surprised. You know, you're you not know, in these. You're not in know, these neck of the woods, Jenny. Did you know? I had I had no idea that like the exorcist like brought the Catholic Church back from the brink, basically. And ever since then, they're like, oh, that's so hey, unfortunate. Man, they fuck with that. Like, we got to lean into that. That's what I'm talking about. Like, they they got a sniff of that. And suddenly, like, people like these rituals were going all in. Anyway, we'll talk Think about how many all kids could have been saved if we just didn't have the exorcist. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> if we just someone didn't make it. Uh, and there's even a funny story about the kid who was uh, like sort of the basis for that film. We're going to get to that and more. But first, Jenny, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay. Well, recently when I had to search for a project I was doing, I had to search the Star Wars characters because I don't know any of them. Mm-hmm. And Which ones? I'm uh, so happy for you. 
There's so many. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, that's <laughs> good for you. I'm so happy for you. I know I'm them just all. Like I don't know. There's Han Solo, Adam Driver. Are they the same? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. naming the character. There's Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Adam Driver, I, Princess Leia. There's Billy Williams. There's Carrie <laughs> yep. Fisher. There's there's, there's a, a stuffed bear. I think at one point. <laughs> yeah. a stuffed bear. Yeah. I did. Right. I I was doing. I'm doing this project and. Uh, I'd research them because I'd never seen the new Star Wars. I maybe saw the one old one, but never saw the new ones. Mm -hmm. Except one time I saw the first 10 minutes because I was on a lot of mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And we went to go see the first one with Adam Driver. Uh And I couldn't stop laughing in the theater because I was like, he was in Girls. (laughs) And then I had to leave. Mm -hmm. And then I just walked into Cats. (laughs) It was a much better time on Mushrooms. And were people laughing in that theater? Or or did you not laugh? There was like two people in there. And I walked in just as they were doing the Jenny song. Mm -hmm. And it's like Rebel Wilson and and like a, you know, the Jenny, the fat cat. And there's roaches everywhere. And I was like, Whoa, this is a way different time. This is kind of more my speed yeah. right now. It's a little more my I speed, sh- yeah. I should have did that. I should have saw cats high as shit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mushrooms make, uh, like, to Jenny's point, anything can be a comedy on mushrooms. Oh, Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. An Adam Driver movie goofy. was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Schindler's List, funny as fuck. <laughs> Somehow. On it tripped me out when that one part you saw the girl's cult was red. I didn't know what the fuck that was about. I thought I was tripping again. But yeah, any film can be a comedy somehow, or yeah. you'll just laugh from the. But I also like that you were just, were you just sort of like, okay, I am laughing way too much that I'm just disrupting the film. Oh yeah, I excused film. myself. I could tell people were upset. <laughs> like, was it just any random thing? You're like. <laughs> Yeah, he would show. first of all, I was on mushrooms, so I had no idea what was happening in the story. And then Adam Driver's pulsating face would show up, morphing, right. and I'd just be like, "That's yep. the guy from Girls." Oh my god, it makes he me so girl. happy. What? It makes me so happy to know how much I know you pissed off Star Wars fans. Oh, the- so oh, much, <laughs> especially the first so one back. <laughs> they was mad as fuck, yeah. and I love it. Excuse I me. <laughs> yeah. I was, I I was like, the and, then, and then too, the trailer before that had that one dude. It's like this one guy who I forget who he is, but he's an actor. He, it was like a spy like me or something. And he's mm-hmm. like hanging out with this little girl and he's like a big, tough spy. But I was really peeking on the mushrooms. And I was like, I <laughs> thought Isaac, he was David. a robot. And I was like, they're letting robots make movies now. This is so messed <laughs> up. <laughs> I think it's it was, Oscar oh Isaac, God. maybe. I may. Have. He looks real. Yeah. Even in real life, this dude looks weird. Okay. So I don't think <laughs> I'm that not far Oscar off. Isaac. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Dominic. The, the, he was like pasty white. No, no. He's no? like, he's just it's a super lot of weird buff. looking people in Star Wars. Oh, okay. okay. No, this was the, this was the part of the trailer before trailer Star Wars came film. up. I don't remember. Oh. There was like some planet. I couldn't understand what they were saying. I just know. That. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. You know, it was just hilarious as shit. You know, uh, Snape showed up on the screen. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, is this a crossover episode? I was like, oh my God, Snape. <laughs> Alan Rickson, I love you. He's back. Thank you. <laughs> Jenny, what's something you think is overrated? Oh, In N Out Burger for sure. Go on. Overrated. It's super overrated. Mm. It's fine. Mm. The French fries yeah. are garbage. Mm-hmm. They're trash. That's what people say. Guess what? Okay. I love them. Oh, because look at your jerseys, okay? You yeah. simpleton. 
I know. Look at me. I wear, say this. I wear my sports jerseys say- and I go, give me soft fries, please. <laughs> yeah. By the fucking garbage you bag. Full. Gum the fries. <laughs> fries not good. Those yeah. fries not those fries not good. Like mashed potatoes. Those fries potato. are the epitome of everything don't need to be fresh. Yeah. Some shit we can just some shit we can just have, you know, frozen yeah. with a bunch of salt. You know, yeah. like let's just give us give us what we want. Like I will say this. I am I'm from Chicago, so I, I am not Miles, you're from here, so you yeah. have a more vested interest in the in and out. I don't have a vested in I don't give a fuck if people don't like in and out. Like what the <laughs> No, fuck? you're crying right now. Don't yeah. no, nah, like, you, nah, man. I told no, you this, this really, is courage you water. Hey, homie, that's, this is this is courage water coming up out my eyes right now. Nah, man, you, you're water. crying right now. It's okay, I, man. You can be, I ain't be, crying. be true. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> in and out is I like I do like in and out burgers. I will start with that. And here's why I like them, because to me, burger prices have gotten ridiculous. Like, you go to a restaurant, and a burger costs 15 fucking dollars. For what? A meat patty? So I'm like, if your burger is going to cost more than an In-N-Out burger, it better be fucking, it has to be good. So yes, there are better burgers, but for how much burgers are, every burger should be 3 to $5. Burgers should be 99 cents. So Let's like, get back to the fucking wait, double. So, <laughs> you want to eat ninety nine cent meat? All right. Yeah. Yeah. You're just proving my point. No. You eat ninety nine cent no, meat. Here, you got a furniture blanket. Come on, I man. Will eat a ten, I will eat ten dollar meat. I'll eat ten dollar meat. It just got to taste better than a ninety nine cent meat. That's what I'm saying. You're saying there's there's levels to better, it that it has to arrive at. Levels. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Or, here's my here's my thing. Burger, I'm gonna say McDonald's fries. But I'm gonna say that what is underrated is in the fast food world is is Carl's Jr. because their burgers are great. Their burgers are good. What's your but you get one meal and it costs twenty seven dollars. I'm sorry, it costs thirteen forty five. What's that second point to Carl's Jr. What hey, what's your what 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 burger do you get though? Oh well this is why I like it is I get Western bacon cheese the the vegan one. Oh okay and a lettuce wrap. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, I feel so Californian. (laughs) Are you vegan? I'm tr- I'm trying to be vegetarian. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. That respect. So I do put cheese sure. on. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. we got it. We have to transition to a meatless world in the way we know how. You know what I yes. mean? Like that's yeah. we can't yeah. just go. I can't just flip the switch off. You know what I mean? I I've been I had meat. No. I was eating meatless like the last three days, and then I I had some was I had to put some mozzarella up in like a pasta thing I made and just helped it's, out. A sometimes lot. you need that hit of creamy out. creaminess. So, I, I must know. I must know, Jenny. What is a fry that you do love? What's a fry that you say? A French fry Pokemon, that I do love? Yeah, if it's Pokemon and I'm being like, in and mm. out, I choose you. And you're like, man, watch me fucking dust you with these fries. Ooh, what are you? Um, where are you, you know from? what? I'm going to go for a Burger King French fry. Interesting. Whoa. I think they're good. Oh, no, Jenny. Interesting. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming to the podcast today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Gotta be easy. <laughs> nah, look. I just love, I love when, when like, all polar opposites, we all arrange on this show like this. Where look, we're when, all you get, some... when you get a really good hot one, it's great, okay? <laughs> McDonald's are fine. McDonald's is fine. It's a, whatever. It's fine. So right. But, we're, again, Carl's Jr. does have waffle fries. And if we're going to go yeah, real crazy, let's Those get some Arby's. Oh, curly fries Arby's, in there. Hey, curly now fries you got me good. back. I'm back. And I'm back fries on good. Side. I will Man. say too, Five Guys has some pretty damn good fries. I five love guys Five Guys fries. Okay, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. But those boardwalk fries in the greasy bag, yes, please. Ooh. You know Ooh. what I mean? That's good value too. Put that Laurie's you know I mean? on there. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah. That is really good. Love yeah. A floppy so fry. 
everyone boycott in and out Burger or California staple. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, they're like big Christians and stuff. You see all the Bible <laughs> you know verses. I recently had actually in Chicago. It was Red Ranch. Have you been there? Yeah, I had that. It's good. Pretty damn good. Yeah, Wait, what's Red good. Ranch? It's, it's a, like a it's local a place. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a you... kind of almost like a smash burger, and mm-hmm. you know they're they're uh, very salty, like yeah, like personality wise in there. Oh, your mm-hmm. burger and leave. Oh, is is that is it a chain or is it like that spot where they just flame you when you go when you ask? It's something? a spot. Okay, it's yeah, a spot, yeah, yeah. but it's not. But there's been multiple of those in Chicago. Of the rude service where... is our thing, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just love any place that treats me like shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no one eating Burger King fries. Maybe that's why you don't like In and Out. The customer service is fantastic. It's the Christianity <laughs> that we're allergic to. It's I Christianity. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> here's your fries. And did you know that uh, God loved you so much that He gave His only begotten Son? Anyway, John three sixteen. Uh-huh. Have a great day, Jenny. All right. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about some hard hitting news rather than soft, floppy fries uh, right after this. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
and we're back. Um, and so is ProPublica with a fucking groundbreaking report uh, that they revealed last Thursday. We learned that Justice Clarence Thomas has been accepting, quote, secret luxury trips from Republican mega donor Harlan Crow for more than two decades. Uh, and this has included things like jet rides, like using his like P-Jet, his like Bombardier 500 or whatever the fuck it's called, and going on his 162-foot super yacht. Yeah, okay? do you lovers? I don't know. I mean, lovers I of so. the end of democracy, for sure, I don't know, right now. 20 years? This is 20 years, very, a lot of very, gifts. Um, very, what was that movie the, about the mountains? Brokeback Mountain? Very Brokeback Mountain. Oh, but. where Ginny Thomas is, she's like, you're not going up there to fish? Yeah. <laughs> what that was that movie yacht? about? Yeah. You're not going there. It was about the fish. mountains, y'all. That's so funny because there is a picture of them fishing together. <laughs> Harlan Crow, you mean Harlan Nasty. Uh, that was a wonderful line delivered by Michelle Williams in that film. Anyway, so just like put this things, these things into perspective, right? The cost of a trip to go on a jet and then a 162-foot super yacht for like nine days, people have been like, on the conservative side, could have gotten to around half a million dollars for that. But wow. fortunately, I guess like, you know, he didn't have to fully disclose some things because the way you have to disclose things are like, if you go to someone's private home, you don't have to disclose it. But the second transportation is involved, you have to fucking disclose shit. And apparently it wasn't even just to do stuff with Harlan Crow. Like it's, it sounds like based on like certain flight logs, Clarence Thomas like used his jet for like a three hour trip to go to New Haven, Connecticut from like D.C. Uh, a few years ago. And again, it's a problem because if you aren't disclosing all these gifts, especially if they're worth more than four hundred fifteen dollars, it's hard to tell how the fuck you're being influenced. Although these people swear up and down has nothing to do with anything. I've never had any case in front of him. I'm just the connective tissue to other plutocrats and the Supreme Court justice, as well as, you know, people like Leonard Leo of the Federalist, Federalist Society. So there's only one I time. I wish people would stop lying. I wish people would stop lying, though. I you know. know. I mean, I just be real, because, look, I'm going to be real. If you let me ride on your 162-foot yacht, yeah. next decision I make, that's your decision, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It's, I mean, you know, I mean, it's like, here's the thing, is, is you hear it and you're like, wow, that's, crazy and then you also are like nothing will happen right exactly nothing no. will happen that's the thing that's the that's the wonderful sort of ebb and flow of being an american in this country and being half tuned into what's happening you're like how the fuck can this happen and then you immediately then modulate to well what the fuck i mean what yeah what's gonna happen? what's gonna fuck, oh is he really gonna see justice yeah well you know who he knows is justice <laughs> yeah i know his name is literally justice thomas but like so again we, we also found out like uh, back in he only disclosed one trip back in 1997. And, you know, apparently this isn't just this is just the tip of the iceberg. He like Crow also just made it rain on Clarence Thomas with all kinds of fun gifts, like giving him a nineteen thousand dollar Bible that he won at an auction that belonged to Frederick Douglass. Wow. And you know what? I mean, that's 19, actually kind of 000. a sweet gift. In a weird it, it, way. This kind of, your theory starts to hold up because Harlan Crow's quote about it was like, I was at this auction and I saw the item come up and I knew how much Clarence was a fan of Frederick Douglass. So I, I figured he had to have it. And I'm like, what a thought. This is so fucking thoughtful. Yeah. He also I'm bought telling you, they're lovers, man. They're lovers. <laughs> he also bought a fifth, got him a $15,000 bust of Abe Lincoln. 
Yeah, okay. lovers, okay? <laughs> I only... Let me tell you something. <laughs> if I gave you half a million dollars, it could just be like, yeah, man, I just believe in your cause. But I've, if I give you a $19,000 Bible and a bust of Abraham Lincoln, my yeah. dick has been inside of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. 100%. 100%. 100%. There's, no, there's no middle ground. Yeah, when the gifts there's are no that thoughtful, ground. there's like, That's now, a thoughtful now gift. You, guys, you guys have something good going on. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. Like, he was flown out to, like, this, like, other retreat he has where he would, like, apparently this guy Harlan Crow would host, like, Clarence Thomas along with other, like, government officials and, like, business yeah. magnates and be like, hey, man, they're just kicking it together. You know, I have no clue what they're talking about. I mean, yes, Leonard Leo, who runs the fucking Federalist Society, who's the architect of all of our current judicial fuckery that's going on in this country, they just kick it all the time together on their little bro hangs. And it's, you know, all to the good. What, what it turns out, though, like in the L.A. Times about 20 years ago, they they like they busted Clarence Thomas for not reporting shit. And ever since like that happened, Clarence Thomas has just stopped reporting or disclosing things altogether. Like ever since he got burned, he's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to do that shit anymore. And not only That's that, weird. Crow regularly has Thomas stay at his invite only resort where, again, it's like it's like an all men's retreat. here's the thing this place has a clay tennis court a batting cage a replica of hagrid's hut from harry potter bronze statues of gnomes and and a a 1950s style soda fountain where they make like bespoke milkshakes this just sounds great man (laughs) please go back to the the hagrid's house okay i don't i'm not uh i'm not a harry potter like person so i don't know what hagrid's hut i know i know what i know what who hagrid is but i don't know what the significance of how i'm like is that like a pizza shop for harry potter fans i think they're, I they're all it. maybe it's whimsical maybe, um, they go there that's where they talk about all their anti-trans stuff yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. they're like in this tribute to jk rowling the hagrid's hut where we enter and come up with new ways to vilify and dehumanize trans people yeah. through legislation i mean this this sounds this sounds so i feel like if we want them to turn around, we have to say, like, oh, no, you guys are lovers. And just be mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's fine. You know what? Actually, these it's just cool. sound like really great gifts. Let's celebrate your guys' yeah. love. And then he'll be like, I'm not. No, no I'm trying to influence him for judicial <laughs> decisions. Oh, good. We used homophobia <laughs> to bring the truth out. Fantastic. Also, all this shit, like, is so influenceable. Like, I'm listening to everything you've been listing off, and I'm like, I would give you whatever you want if you let me well, come to this shit. Jackie, like, it's, it's so, like... Ed, whatever you want. You're just a milkshake way. sways you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Hagrid's you know Hut. Oreo milkshake is? Hagrid's Hut and a milkshake? <laughs> it's Look, pretty good. we're simple. We're basic motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And he gave me a... fuck Hagrid. <laughs> I thought it was a real milkshake. No, nope, you have to fuck Hagrid now. You have to fuck Hagrid <laughs> just to enjoy this Oreo milkshake. Yeah. If, if you get so chummy with people and you know you're all on the same page, that's really all it takes, truly. You know, yeah. just to be like, yeah, of course, we get it. Like, without even saying, you know, you don't really have to. But to, to be in proximity to these people is really, again, it's like one of those things where like, of course they are. And then you're like, of course nothing can happen. Not to mention, yeah. okay, this guy, he isn't just giving money to the GOP. He also he's loves making it rain on people like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, two senators who got in the way of a lot of shit recently. So you're like, okay, so this motherfucker knows what he's doing. Yeah, like, he yeah. knows exactly what he's, he's taking doing. to Hagrid Town. They're all going to Hagrid's hut. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like what Democrats are talking about, like Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee have said that they're going to address this. Oh, but sure, like sure. probably in the same way they're addressing police reform. You know what I mean? And gun like, yeah, and yeah you'll the, sure. So, I'll address yeah. it by saying I'll address that. I will say out loud this is a problem. But another yeah. member of Congress was saying like, you know, it may not be worth the fight uh, since it would destroy people's faith in the court. Um, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. Oh my! I'm sorry. Money. What do you think the the sequence of events here is that we're on yeah. the precipice of losing faith in this bot. Like people do not give a, people have already lost faith in that shit. Unless you're one of these like monster bastard donors that use it as like your fascism accelerator tool. Then in which case you fucking love it. Yeah. So it's very, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it gets you feeling a little bit like, ah, well, maybe they'll address it out loud. And that's the most we can get. Yeah. I, I also yeah. wonder too, if, because they're all such awful, horrible people, is it really influencing or is it just terrible people coming together talking about terrible shit? Right? Like the yeah. like uh yeah. the donors just like, Hey, maybe we should stop women from having from having abortions and Clarence was like, I was gonna do that anyways. Let's just party. <laughs> like Right, right, right. I feel like they're all so bad, it's going beyond influence and it's really just demons hanging out with each other yeah. in Hagrid's hut. Hagrid's hut. Hag it. You know what's wild, though, too? There was a there was like a district judge that was confirmed by Trump, like when he was in office. They swore this guy in at Harlan Crow's fucking house. Like yeah, the no, swearing in was just in this guy's society. like fucking library. I do. There is this one clip that's just kind of fun to hear because, you know, like apparently fucking Clarence Thomas like loves to portray himself as this like folksy guy who's like really not into like he's just really into RVs and shit. But we're we're hearing about all these like how he's yachting it up and taking P jets. I just want you to hear this like how he would how how full of shit this guy is when he's describing himself like in this documentary. You know I don't have any problem with going to Europe, but I prefer the United States, and I prefer seeing the regular parts of the United States. I prefer going across the rural areas. Mm. I prefer the RV parks. I prefer the Walmart parking lots to the beaches and things like that. Oh, really? Lego, what? There's A Walmart <laughs> parking lot? Well, if what? that's part of RV, that's RV culture, because you could you could take your RV to like the Walmart. That's like a thing. Oh. I didn't know. And like also, for, if you RV prefers in, putting his pubes on people's coats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All over them. I mean, there is like, so much pubic hair. Everywhere. I love it. I mean, I like to go wherever the pubic hair blows. And that's where I end up, you know, just setting down <laughs> with Ginny and she comes up with her, you know, fantasies about overturning elections. And I just Ugh. put pubes on Coke cans and laugh at Anita Hill's, uh, you know, terrible misfortune. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, right now he has put out a statement finally because like Harlan Crow was like, I, I don't know. This guy's my friend, man. What do you want me to do? Like, I just I never did anything untoward. And it's just hospitality. Justice Thomas has said, quote, Harlan and Kathy Crow are among our dearest friends, and we have been friends for over 25 years. As friends do, we have joined them on a number of family trips during more than a quarter century we have known them. Early in my tenure in the court, I sought guidance from my colleagues and others in the judiciary and was advised that this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends who did not have business before the court was not reportable. And he was just like basically doing the, I didn't know I couldn't do that defense, uh, which God. will hold up when you're influential in this country. Of course I mean, if knew. you didn't know you could do that, then you should be on the court. <laughs> the, simple as that. And also, it's just like, 
all right, look, like we're poor. So it, comparatively to these, I mean, you are okay. So I mean, I, <laughs> I have know titties you, on my wall. You do wall, have art. Okay? You have titties on your. I, have so I don't have no titties TDR. on my wall. Yeah, I need titties That's on the, my that, wall. I should get some titties <laughs> on my wall to class this place up. It will. It will. It, make, it doubles your income. Someone's some gonna see. It, they're like, oh baby. shit. Okay, Mister. Oh, double D's five percent. <laughs> oh shit! That man got some double D's on this on, on this I'm on sorry, this wall. You're not, you're not poor. It's me. You're not poor. <laughs> I, I'm not classes. No, but no. Comparatively, we are poor compared to these motherfuckers. So sure, when we sure. hear all this shit, when we hear all this shit, like it's like God damn, all this, all this. But like, ain't not. It's not that. I mean, yeah, man, you rich and you inviting people like you said to do rich shit with you. Like, why? Why not disclose? Why not disclose that? Like. Unless you was on some shit, <laughs> like right. going on a yacht and going to somebody's house and somebody giving you a gift isn't bad unless, you know, all this shit is swaying your decision making as a yeah. judge of the well, highest court of the land. It, yeah. So it, you just it, it, look guilty. Yeah. Look well, at, that's, that's why men are bad. That's why men are bad liars and bad cheaters, because like you, you do you do the dumbest shit. Like if you if you know you own some shit. Don't not disclose it. Disclose everything. It'd be like, what? I disclose all that shit. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't do that, that because it's like nothing's going to happen to them. Nothing's going to happen to you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. The, like, like the shit with, with oh, man. They're, they're like, so, boy, what, okay. what, what, what you got? What do you no, got? What do you like, got? It's like the thing. It's like with Trump. Everyone's like, he's going. He's not going to fucking nah, jail. He's, he's not, he will, not over this shit. He will he's get away scot-free. Nothing will happen to these people. They're above the law. Just go. Just get on TV and be like, hey, everybody. I'm super above the law, so like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, just go they're back just wasting to your my jobs. time. They're just wasting my time right now. It's all good. Yeah. Don't worry. Your boy will be free after this. Yeah. And I would love so badly to fucking eat these words. But again, like I've said in past episodes, history shows me the data set I'm looking at. It won't fucking happen yeah. because it didn't. They had their chance with Nixon and they didn't do it. And then that emboldened Reagan and they didn't do shit. And now we're here. Here we go. But yeah, we shall see what goes on in those parts. But again, I think to your point, Jackie's is like it. The reason he can't even talk about it is because it reveals just how politicized that body is rather than being like, oh, my God, we are completely objective. I'm like in a fucking hyperbaric chamber where people can't even fucking talk to me when I'm unless mm -hmm. I'm like on the bench here. And you realize, no, they're chumming it up. And from there, they hear people's designs on what they think American can be. And if they agree, then, you know, they kind of know which which. Which direction to move in? Yeah. Okay, let's move on to another fucking big story, too, in the Tennessee State House. So two Democrats were expelled uh, from the Tennessee House after they joined in a protest uh, the week before on the House floor, which only happened. The only reason that they engaged in this protest for just so you realize is because the Republicans during the session, they fucking turned off their microphones during the debate because they're like, they're 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 say, they're just spitting too many facts, and they're trying to make us feel bad. We got to cut the microphone mm -hmm. off, so they used a bullhorn. And apparently, they're like, "Oh no, no, no!" They called it a disruption, and a lot of people were likening it to like January six on Fox. They were like, we, "This is why we can't have people just invading these political buildings and things like that." And you're like, uh, uh, "Okay, whatever. I'm, I don't have time to pick all it's, that shit it's apart." It's so insane. It's yeah. so insane. But despite that, there were no arrests. And the protesters were entirely peaceful. So really not like January 6th at all. These were like students and activists who were like, we are dying. You yeah. are doing fuck all. What is going on? And now 
here's where the race is. Here's where the racist bit comes in. <laughs> Only two of the three were expelled. Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. You know, J- again, Jones said for, you know, basically said, we called for you all to ban assault weapons. And you, asp- you responded with an assault on democracy. So the third member of this protest was a woman named Gloria Johnson, who she was one vote shy of being expelled. I don't know. I don't know which person suddenly had a change of heart to cha- flip the math when the votes seemed the exact same for these two black members of the state house. But when it came to her, it as she said, it, my survival was probably due to the color of my skin. I think it was done on purpose for sure. For oh, sure, of course. They were just like, "Hey, Jeff, why don't you keep her in? Just see, let's see, let's see these libs explode." One hundred percent. And they like you know, you know again, we've there's been like blanket condemnation, but when you look at Tennessee, actually, that's they're they're kind of ahead of the curve when it comes to going full fash. Like they're in doing 2018, a great job. Yeah, in 2018, this political science professor created like a scorecard as like a way to like analyze and assess like sort of the healthy, like the level of healthy democratic norms that existed in a state. Tennessee was dead fucking last on that list. (laughs) You know, this is another state that has been gerrymandered so bad that there isn't a single state Senate seat that is competitive, which essentially guarantees they have this like super duper fucking majority to basically be like, man, we can do whatever the fuck we want, including expelling people who are merely voicing like concern over what is happening. Not to mention, we can dilute black political power by expelling these mm-hmm. two black politicians. And, you know, this is also just disenfranchising the many black residents that these two people represent. And and it, it's still possible they could run again. But we're still we don't know yet what these fucking creeps in the state house might do to try and find a way to prevent that as well. But well, they definitely they'll definitely find a way. And it's just it's if you listen to the the way stuff was said, it was so disgusting and like you need to behave. Yeah. You're lucky to be here. All that fucking bullshit that they throw. It, it mm-hmm. was so yeah, very awful patronized. to watch. Yeah. Really, and yeah. I think a lot of people are like, "This is the the heart." Like uh, what people fear is is like a lot of copycat shit like this happening in these other red mm-hmm. states where they have these majorities where they are going to disenfranchise voters, not by trying to overturn an election, by merely just expelling like rightfully elected people just to kind of keep the momentum going for whatever. Fucking I'm not going to lie. I, I did not really know that this was a possibility. <laughs> um, I, you know, just had never heard of it yeah. until mm-hmm. this. So I was like, it's, is that easy to to get niggas out of the fucking and and now that like one group has done it, the fear is other yeah. groups around the country are be like, hmm, oh, we can get the niggers out this easy. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. I know we need yeah. is a, if we have a two thirds majority and we have super majorities, we can do fucking anything. And usually yeah. you'd, you'd hope that there's some kind of balance. But again, the way these especially after the 2020 census, the way these maps have been carved up. It's fucking very, very fucked up and scary. Oh, so yeah. we'll see. But I mean, like, it's good good to see. I mean, I don't know if it's good to see, but rightfully, all the people that were in the state capitol were like, this is an absolute fucking disgrace. What the fuck are you doing? And it's so wild to see how, like, how cowardly these fucking people are. Because the second they interact with, like, people in the public, we're like, what are you trying to do? They're like, ugh, get me to oh, my yeah. fucking suburban so I can fucking peel out of here with my security. It's just... Yeah, 
So uh, they're insulating themselves. Meanwhile, like people are dying needlessly. So, you know, this is why this to make one more point. This is like one reason why I want people to understand that even though we're seeing like, you know, Republicans lose like in Wisconsin or progress, more progressives getting elected or things like that. The damage that we don't see is mm-hmm. shit like this and yeah. the power that like these conservative and Republican Congress members have like the shit they're doing or the shit they can do under our noses yeah. is so much more scarier than mm-hmm. the shit that we see on the news. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. so if this if this story came to the news, like imagine the shit that's com- going on that like that we don't fucking know and the power well, they don't have and like that- the way they accumulate their power yeah that's why i think yeah that's why it's so that's why it's so important to actually be engaged with what's happening in your state it's not just about federal politics it's at the most local like the shit that you're going to feel first is at the local level the federal shit you know makes its way to you but if you're not aware of what's happening i mean it's like the same thing like ohio is also in terrible shape because it is so that map is also carved up they've got wild majorities and you know, when we're just seeing like a curtailing of rights at a really rapid rate. So, you know, just something to exhale about in a exasperated way. Yeah, it's just again, it just feels like, well, like it, it, they they were so good at like they had the the Republican Party had the patience game where they just played long term, got in all these got basically under the skin mm-hmm. and are now like like a sore bubbling up and just right. pus all right. over the skin of America. Just like right. gross. And it's disgusting. too late for topical creams. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like we gotta we gotta cut it out. Gotta excise it. Gotta cut it out. The thing is, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like to your point about like just like the long game, they could they saw the writings on they saw the writing on the wall. They're like, okay, we're dealing with decreased religious like religiosity is on a downward trend. People mm-hmm. are becoming more into like politics that appeal to people on the left and further left what the fuck we do it's they're basically just like okay then we have to rig the game until Mm -hmm. they don't know it's like okay they're gonna beat us in basketball but what we're gonna do is we're gonna sneak into the locker room and put a bunch of lead weights in their shoes uh and also put little needles in their uniforms that distract them and then the ball will be 10 times heavier the rim will also be uh, about like five times uh, smaller and they won't get a fucking shot in and then we'll go on the other side and do what we do so yeah. Keep an eye out. But yeah, the fuckery continues. All right, let's take another quick break and we'll be back to talk about just fucking exorcisms, dude. And also Russell yeah. Crowe's fucked up accent in this movie right after this. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. 
and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. And so is fucking <laughs> Russell Crowe with another banger character acting performance. You know, unless you unless you intentionally went to go see this movie. I mean, I don't know that many people did or will, but, you know, it is an Easter weekend. So maybe you wanted to do something in line with your beliefs. And what go a see time something. to bring the movie out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what we should bring out on the weekend of Jesus's death or rising, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. A movie about the devil. <laughs> yeah oh you know True. what it turns out it's gonna come out the 14th so yeah oh, okay. it comes out okay. the 14th but i bet there's a sneak preview for the believers if you really you want. know um, you know what was the real gift <laughs> yeah. for easter was all those um allegations of the catholic church that kids <laughs> came out again yeah another yeah. one right now that's another an easter one. gift now that is something that all people can ignore to preserve their cognitive <laughs> dissonance about what the real threats are in our society. But yeah, you're gonna, this movie that's coming out, it's called The Pope's Exorcist, starring Russell Crowe. And his accent, which is so good that it's bad, actually. Or maybe it's so bad it's good. It, the How movie many Italians is, do you know? Uh, Mar does Mario Two. count? No. Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, all right. Who's uh, Chris none? Pratt now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt. Right, exactly. I know hey, it's Italian. me, Mario. Yeah, <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? It's me, Mariah. What's up, dude? It's me, Mario, bro. <laughs> Sick, dude. Here's Where's brother, Luigi? Luigi. Hey, hey, Luigi, dude. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's smang some shrooms, dude, and go see fucking Star Wars. But the movie is apparently allegedly based on a true story about the real-life Catholic priest, Father Gabriel Amorth, who claimed to have performed... Over 50,000 exorcisms. 50,000? Fuck off. There's not that many 000. days. He's the Wilt Chamberlain of exorcisms. Okay? That's what he's claiming out here. He's putting up fucking numbers, which is apparently what fascinated Crow, quote unquote. Wait, and is like Crow an producing? This, I don't know. He, I mean, it must have, when they came up to him, he was like, hold on, 50,000? 
okay, I might be in for this. He said when he began re reading the history of the real-life priest, he said he was intrigued. Quote, he left behind a whole bunch of his first-person experiences to read through. I think there are like a dozen books or something like that, you know? So it was just his journey that really fascinated me to start with. Okay. Hold on We've a mentioned. I, I just I just did some quick math. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm wrong. Uh -huh. 50,000 divided by 365 days mm -hmm. is 136. A day. If you did... If you did 50,000 in one year, yeah, that would yeah. be a wild pace. I mean, that's, who knows? That's too many. <laughs> I mean, one is too many. This guy, though, we've talked about him before on the show because he formerly, like, came to, we're not prominence, we, like, first noticed him when he was, like, warning everyone of, like, the dangers of Harry Potter and yoga. And he's mm. like, it's though it's a gateway to the demonic. Yeah, you might yeah. have a point with Harry Especially Potter. Especially yoga. Yeah. Like, downward dog. <laughs> downward to the downward to hell did you did uh, were, uh, did either of you like were exist in any like religious community i went to like a like a lutheran school as a kid yeah um i'm jewish but not really okay good I'm, so I'm yeah jewish. you avoided, i'm jewish but i'm like, you avoided you avoided this crap that practice i never went to Hebrew school, and we don't really believe in the devil so of course like, yeah or yeah. hell which is a great 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 thing to have in your religion I grew up in a very Christian household, went to Christian school and all that bullshit. But yeah. my mom Wild. wouldn't let my, not my mom, my grandma wouldn't let me watch Power Rangers anymore because she said it was demonic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. having to talk to my grandparents when they were alive. They had like their, their church friends over and I had to explain to them that Jay-Z and Beyonce were not consorting with the devil. Wow. Because <laughs> that was like a big like church going thing where they're like, I don't know. That's what yeah. I heard. They, they my uh, my dad is very Catholic religious to the point mm. where he thinks that like chakras are demons. Okay, so this okay, so like <laughs> I, okay, so you you are aware where people do have. This I am like, aware. Don't go yeah. there. That shit is demonic. <laughs> I remember what in elementary school they told us like Ouija boards are bad basically because they're against the second commandment. Okay, I won't fuck with is. a Ouija board. That's like because I you don't do want to fuck with the second commandment. No, no, because I do <laughs> believe. I will in, not like, have any other gods before him. I believe it's spirits and ghosts and woo. Wait, I live on, in LA. Now, go on, on now. What happened? What happened with, did you, did uh, you have a thoroughly good experience with a Ouija board? They're like, I don't need to fucking touch that shit ever again. Um, I had one that said my dad was going to die. Oh, no. So I didn't. That's I didn't fair. need to. But then it also yeah, said I that stop. I was going to meet Ringo Starr when I was 23 and that never happened. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Then it's bullshit. That's like the way I became like an atheist was like being in school so much. And they're like, ex like my parents themselves weren't religious, but they just, I just went to this school and they're telling me about prayer. And when I did not get a fucking Nintendo for Christmas that they told me I prayer brought you things. I was like, I'm off this shit. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Yeah. You should try manifesting, yeah. huh? Oh, yeah. You should see my vision board. Yeah, the new, wa new me, wave stuff isn't religious at all. Brought me, I and I have, you know what? Despite <laughs> it being on my board, I have zero Lambos. So I don't oh, know what shit. the fuck's going on with that either. But still, you're not dead yet, Miles. Exactly. Yeah. I still got Lambos. That exactly. Lambo could happen. <laughs> this movie, uh, I, I was I went to WrestleMania in Los Angeles last weekend. And uh, wait a minute, right I before, said, wait, wait, I thought you said WrestleMania, like a Russell, <laughs> Russell Crow fan event. Yeah. Is that is that not what you heard? That's what I said. Yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> I went to WrestleMania. I went to WrestleMania. I was dressed as it was, Maximus, a, it was every gladiator. accent. It was every accent he's ever done in a movie. Right, it was one section. <laughs> but I went to WrestleMania, uh -huh. and and like right before a match, it was called Hell in a Cell, which is like a crazy fucking violent match. They 
the Pope's Exorcist was the sponsor for the second night of WrestleMania. For Hell in a Cell. And like for Hell in a Cell, they <laughs> that's where they like dropped the trailer and like they like you know, tricked the audience to make us think somebody was coming out and it was just music for the Pope's Exorcist. And then Russell Crowe gave like a speech to like hype the crowd up and then they played a little bit of the trailer and when I tell you 84,000 people inside that stadium was booing the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> I was like, they were booing the shit out of this shit. Like the oh, entire man. time. I was like, you did. They, they paid money to be sponsoring like WrestleMania. Right. And you just lost 85,000 people in one night. Oh, they should have And it was the funniest shit. Wow. Seriously. I mean, did they Seriously. think like, like Undertaker? Or something was going to come out because, like, the mood shifted. Like, oh, is something going to pop no, off I into, mean, like, a fucking commercial? The two the two characters that were coming out are, like, uh, not to get too deep into wrestling lore, was this dude, Finn Balor and Edge, and they were playing more like, oh, I got demons inside of me and it can only be squashed in Hell in a Cell, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the they thought, like, what a perfect match to promote our movie. And the audience was like, fuck this movie. Get to the match, bro. Damn. <laughs> and Russell Crowe gave, like, a speech. And, like, WrestleMania, are you ready? And people was like, fuck you. <laughs> it was great. It was you should have so gone funny. to WrestleMania. Exactly. You should have gone to people WrestleMania. People love that shit at WrestleMania. Wait, yeah. The, the yeah. Edge is still fucking wrestling? Yeah, he did retire for, like, nine years because he broke his neck. But, like, oh, medicine shit. is better Ugh. than it was in 2011. So what he a quitter. Came back. Wait, wasn't he with um like Christian or something? Wasn't he it was Christian Edge and Christian? Edge yeah, and Christian. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, whatever mm-hmm. happened to Christian? Hate to see it. Also, but it, still anyway. wrestles. Oh, really? Damn. Just, yeah. I mean, it, it really does turn into the, like the wrestler, where it's like this is all. I mean, go. honestly, they're truly the only from back then because we're around the same right. age. They're the only two Who's from that era down? that's still yeah. going. But Oof. they're good still. Well, again, like it just reminded me that at my school they like warned everybody they could do not fuck with the Ouija board. And this was also around the time the craft came out because like all the Ooh. girls in my class were doing like slumber parties and have it doing light as a feather, stiff as a board. And then like mm. all, like back in school they'd be like, We did it this weekend and Ariel went like nineteen inches off the ground and they're like, Y'all are consorting with demons. But anyway, in addition to the fact that the world um, is actually not in short supply of shitty Russell Crowe films, a big problem is that this movie is like perpetuates this idea that, quote, the Catholic Church's effectiveness against demonic incursion, which is something that people like will point to. It's like, oh, you know, like we take we're not exactly take treating exorcisms as bullshit like in this country, because like yeah. legally people will say like, oh, it's a valid form of therapy, you know, oh, and, God. and there are a ton of stories out there about how like terribly damaging like real life exorcisms are like last month, the chief of police of Columbia He was like he revealed that his police force, quote, used exorcism and prayer to tackle crime for decades. And it shouldn't be too surprising when you see the fucking magazine cover of this, like the article that he was in. He's like like he's posed in front of a gigantic depiction of like Jesus being crucified. And it says El General contra el Diablo. The fucking general versus the devil is the name the fucking the oh headline. Oh my god. And he also claimed that this was because, quote, criminals use witchcraft. I know culturally people be fucking with that. I, I get that. And you know, he's saying 
his police are able to kill by praying while shooting. That's a quote. They pray while they shoot, (laughs) which sounds like one of the most horrifying sentences I've ever fucking heard from a police officer. And just for some context, this is the same police force that was like also in the headlines in 2020 for massacring 11 people during protests against police brutality. Oh, my God. I don't know if God was in the building then. And it's not just like this one story. There are a number of stories where there's institutions like weirdly accepting exorcisms, even when they like harm people. Like last summer in Canada, there's like a Bible camp. They tried to exorcise a boy who, quote, exhibited seizure like symptoms instead of like calling the a doctor or going to a fucking hospital. And the cops concluded there was no criminality. And the staff member that did the exorcism was like, I did it once and I'll do it again. I'll free any of these kids by the power of Jesus. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm convinced that all these exorcists were just like sick people, like motherfuckers who just had a really bad, like sore throat. And they was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Get out, man. Laryngitis. And it was like, that's the devil. That's the devil. Yeah. That's- <laughs> I mean, when you have no context or or you just want to look at everything through your like the demons are everywhere confirmation bias, then yeah, I guess they are. Like another example of these like amateur exorcisms that go wrong. There was a toddler who passed away tragically last year due to a botched exorcism because they thought she was possessed because she would, quote, This toddler would, this is her demonic behavior was, quote, she would wake up and scream or cry periodically. Oh, my God. (laughs) Then I got a damn demon in my house right now in the form of my newborn son. I didn't realize that this motherfucker was taken by demons. So, again, you're like, actually, actually, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what the, the baby's fuck is being this? possessed by demons that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> much easier thing to wrap your head around than like colic yeah you're like it could yeah. be gassy or something nah shit's demons man <laughs> shit is fucking demons yeah and like there's an all, 2020 there was a real uptick in a lot of this shit and while people were like arrested and charged in a lot of these examples sometimes the quote exorcism component of the story like lets people off the hook for more serious crimes. So like in 1997, which, you know, a case found two missionaries, they were cleared of murder charges. They were downgraded to manslaughter because they said they were trying to heal, not harm the person that they killed. And like just taking that as like, oh, well, they they thought it was a demon. Like, no. You never never hear a lot of Buddhists doing this stuff is all I'm saying. Nah, not really. Not Although really. there was the, isn't the Myanmar massacre by a bunch of Buddhists? Well, yeah, that's a little <laughs> <laughs> different person, but yeah. That's a little rough, but no, it's yeah, just like. Not, it's... not quite saying it's demons, you know, like there's a line. There's just be more like ethnic tensions than yeah. like ideas of demonic shit going on. But hey, yeah. can, I, can I say one thing? Yeah. To all the writers we were talking to earlier. Mm-hmm. This is a great thing. If you want a good story, let me give you something. Go ahead and start writing it. A bunch of yogis. Who are possessed by demons in yoga class? Oh, that yeah. is a comedy Ooh. waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's a comedy. That yoga is actually waited. The, the work of the comedy devil. waiting to yeah. happen. Comedy <laughs> waiting to happen. I hope yeah, in that, five that's years. That's not a I back that bend. That's the that's a demon. All right. Yeah, that's I have demon. no spine because I'm an invertebrate <laughs> serpent man who's come from the demonic depths of hell. But yeah, I would watch like, the shit out of that. And 
the thing is, these were amateur exorcisms, I guess, not official Catholic church ones, but like implicitly the church's promotion of exorcism as a legit practice is a huge part of the problem because from the church, they're like, yeah, man, you got to exercise these motherfuckers. And according to one of the church's exorcism uh, divisions, requests for exorcisms have only increased in recent years. Like in one letter from the church said, quote, more people of goodwill have been have been experiencing various forms of spiritual attack since the onset of the pandemic. Oh my God. Did y'all experience a, a, a form of a spiritual attack during the onset of the pandemic? Or did you just feel a growing sense of alienation and, you know, desperation and cynicism brought to you by our actual hellscape called capitalism? I felt I a bunch of horniness. It was, okay. I think it was <laughs> capitalism, but, but. It would be nicer if it was a demon because it yeah. seems easier to escape. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next thing you know, Democrats will probably lean into that to avoid like grappling with any serious issues. Yeah. Like, it could be demons, demons. actually. Like, and that's what's going on with the Supreme Court and police yeah. brutality. Where is a demon? White supremacy is a demon, a demon worth fighting, yeah. but it's a demon first and foremost. Let's just let's get that straight. Oh, it's slippery, slippery yeah. guy. And like I was saying, the Exorcist, like the Exorcist, right? The food, the film that came out, what was that in the seventies? Seventies, um, yeah, yeah. That basically kickstart, like the exorcism boom in America, was brought on by that film. To, uh, apparently, right before the Exorcist came out, the Catholic Church was trying to quote downplay the more sp- supernatural elements of the Catholic tradition because they're like, I think we're maybe losing people with this like ghost in a cave who then came out and like we're eating his blood and shit. Maybe, <laughs> you know, let's find something a little more easy to fucking tap into. Then the movie came out and created, quote, a demand for the ritual that was unprecedented in American history. And they're like, we got something now. So anyway, clearly this explosion of demons was related more to mental health and the power of suggestion, even though the story that The Exorcist was based on was also total bullshit. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Uh, two years ago, we learned that the real identity of this kid, like Ronald Doe, the kid who was like, you know, whose exorcism inspired the film. And according to his partner, he later admitted that he wasn't really possessed. He was just faking it because he was a quote, I was a quote, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad little boy. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, it's just it. it good luck to Russell Crowe and and your terrible accent. But yeah, it's just so it's just so wild. Like that. There's just we we they they love an exorcism. But then when yeah. you see people like try and do that shit in real life, you're like, that is not like you just shook that person to death or yeah. suffocated yeah. them or something. But hey, well, I know I know eighty five thousand people who not gonna go see that shit. Right. <laughs> I bet there was one person who was like, shh, 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 I'm kind of here. Oh, this man. is really good. Oh, this is, good. Really good this is my hero. The guy this wants to fight Russell right Crowe. The demon does. Satan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For, for well, that writer, when you write, when you start the movie, you got to start it with in 1972, there was a priest, the chief exorcist, mm-hmm. who said, Yoga is demonic. <laughs> Turns out, he was right. And then right, right, right. <laughs> fast forward to present day. <laughs> uh, the guy who also wrote this. Oh, he also wrote a film called The Unholy. Okay. Mm, and then movie. also wrote Wanted 2, if you remember that film. Ooh, want- yeah. I love that movie. The one with Angelina Jolie? Yeah. I don't know yeah, what the first yeah. movie is, but. James These McAvoy. These sound terrible. These sound like terrible movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and dude, this is what the guy looks like. Evan uh, Spiliotopoulos. This is this is the picture that comes up when you look at look wow. him up. Wow! Oh man, this guy <laughs> he has looks like, like he believes in demons. 
Oh, yeah. This guy yeah. has nepotism written all over him. I know, right? Like, yeah. like you look at him up, it's like, oh, his he's like a, a rich, banking a son of a family. rich Greek oil baron or something. Right, right, right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe, you know, it, there'll be some kind of uh, spiritual miracle that this film does numbers at the box office. But I have a feeling this one's going to be for the grandparents <laughs> who want to freak you out and be like, yeah. have you seen the new Russell Crowe film? Anyway, Jenny, thank you so much thank for you so joining for us me. on the Daily Zeitgeist. It's a pleasure to have you. Where can people find you and follow you and, and see you and listen to you, all that? Jenny Zagrino on Instagram, Twitter. I hate Twitter, but whatever. Go there. TikTok <laughs> is Jenny Zagrino Comedy. Check out my album on April 14th, Gen Z. And if you want to see the sexy, hot visuals, mm-hmm. go to Comedy Central YouTube and watch the special. Fantastic. Is there a work of social media or a tweet that you've been liking that's giving you the giggles at all? Let me think. Oh, there is a, a meme that I really love uh-huh. that <laughs> makes me laugh thinking about it. Perhaps you know it, but it is a sunflower in the wind, and someone put a face a face over it, and it's just singing Creed, One Last Breath. Hold <laughs> <laughs> me now. Oh. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm freaking. See, you Ooh. don't even need to say words, and you guys no, know what I'm talking not about. When, not when you're yarling. Love it. That's Turn the beauty of it. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> now Shaquise. y'all are gonna think about greed. Good oh, night, everybody. We don't ride horse, He just can't. There's no way. My sacrifice. Can you take me higher? Oh, love that. Let me tell you something. In 2001, Hitler was popping, bro. Oh, Creed yeah. was popping. <laughs> Creed was popping. They Especially, had us on the south side of Chicago and be like, my sacrifice. <laughs> like, damn, I feel this shit, white boy. I feel it. <laughs> oh, my God. Joe, uh, Jacques, of course. Thank you so much for joining me uh, the last few Aye. episodes. It's been a pleasure, man. Where can people find you, follow you, and what, what are you promoting? Is there a tweet you like? Ah, uh, you know, you know, you know. I, uh, you can find me in these streets as per usual. New York City. I'm coming with. Will you accept this rose? Yeah. With beautiful and lovely and amazing host Arden Marine and Brian Safi and some other people. Um, I should know the rest of the lineup, but I'll be there. Uh, so check it out. Tickets are going fast. They are about to sell out. So get those tickets. Comedian Feud every month here in Los Angeles. Grand Crew. Please love watch that. It. Love Fuck. that. Love Great that. Show. Great show. Support. Support the show. Support the support homies. It. Support. It's a beautiful time. Uh, yeah. At Instagram. Or at Jackie's Neal. So I got some. I got some. I got a couple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these, these are just true. You know, pandemic or not. Why do motherfuckers stand so close behind you while you're waiting in line? Like, yeah, man. Give me three feet, bruh. You ain't got to be on my ass. I ain't got to feel your <laughs> breath on my neck, man. Like, you going you gonna to put your groceries down in due time, man. Like, get the fuck off my back, bro. Yeah. It's like, I think people like smelling people, man. I think that's what it is. People just like, Getting they sniffed. get a sniff. They get a quick mm. little sniff. Fucking creep behavior. Out. Yeah. It's terrible. Creep, creep behavior. Another one. Yeah, me in 1960, there's a meme of a black dude. Looking fucking just fly as hell, drinking out of the whites only water fountain. And then somebody saying me in 1963 because they would have had me fucked up. Uh, (laughs) So funny. Uh, I love I love I love 
the bravado of black people in 2023 being like, <laughs> man, in slavery, I would have fucked them niggas up. And I'm like, yeah. man, you would have got murked. <laughs> like, just like all them other. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like I would have fucked that overseer up. Watch, I would have <laughs> caught that whip, fucking ripped him off the fucking horse, body slammed his ass. Boy, they would have killed uh-huh. your ass so quick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they would have killed you so quick. Yeah, and the and Holocaust, one last one. I would have run. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they I would have been like, get out of here, you Nazi. You silly little <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Boy. They would have been like, oh, really, uh, night. Shit. <laughs> like, the fuck, the shit that makes me laugh is when black people say, Man, they would have had to kill me. I was like, and they would have, motherfucker. Yeah, they would have killed you. <laughs> they yeah, would have killed it, you. It was that easy. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the tweet I like, uh, first one at the USA Singers uh, tweeted, Republicans hate when critical race theory is taught, but they love it when it's applied. Uh, and I'm like, couldn't be fucking truer. And just yeah. just like on a Good Friday last week, this tweet, I just, just saw it from uh, at Drake Gatsby tweeted, Jesus. Today will forever be remembered as the day I was nailed to a cross and murdered. We should have a name for it. Like Terrible Friday, maybe. Yeah. 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 Bit of a misnomer there. Uh, You can find me at Miles and Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can find Jack and I on our basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. And you can find Sophia Alexandra and I on our other show, 420 Day Fiance, where we get so fucking high and talk about 90 Day Fiance. We don't even know if we're actually watching the show anymore. So check that out because we are coming back. uh, Yeah, very soon. You can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We've got a Facebook fan page and an episode or, and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our uh, episodes and our footnotes. Fuck. Footnotes? Thank you so much. Where you can find all the articles that we talk about, as well as the song we write out on today. Today, got a great treat. One of my favorite producers and artists, Kay Trinata, is teaming up with Amine, and they have a track called Forever out. The number four EVA featuring Pharrell, who just turned 50 years old. Look into that demonic shit, Catholic Church. How the fuck is he so young? Okay, maybe there's some demonic shit Russell Crowe can look into. But this track is fucking amazing. If you like K Tronada, and if you don't know about K Tronada, come on, learn about it. Uh, It's going to be a great track. Uh, Yeah, so put that in your ears. Uh, That's going to do it for us. Obviously, this show is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get shows. That's it for today. We'll be back later to tell you what's trending. All right, later. Bye. Zite gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. 
But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 